welcome to a mini episode of Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we watched Behind the Curve on Netflix. (laughs) On Friday night, she made me watch this. (laughs) And I was so outraged that I begged her if we could do a podcast episode on this. Yeah, so this episode is not planned at all, which is why it's a mini episode, because we've done even less research than we would normally not do. (laughs) I disagree. I've done more research on this than I have any other show we've ever done. That is true. Lisa has spent more time on... (laughs) This show, Behind the Curve. So tell tell everybody what Behind the Curve is. It is a fascinating train wreck of the Flat Earther movement. And it's a documentary on Netflix. And it mainly follows around a gentleman by the name of Mark K. Sargent, who lives with his mom in Canada? Yeah, I think whatever's north of Seattle. What is that, like Toronto? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're lucky we know Canada's up there. Mm. And his girlfriend, hold on, and her name is Patricia Steer. 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 Yeah. (laughs) It's so fascinating. What a train Uh, wreck. This, this, now, I don't want, what I don't want to do is I don't want to make fun, I don't want to be mean about this. Okay. Because... (laughs) That's the end of the episode. Thank there's, you for joining us. Oh, no. There's so much more to talk about than... <laughs> there than, is. ...than being mean to these people. Because like like one of the people in the documentary says that they're not dumb. They're not Mm-mm. unintelligent people. No. And that's one thing that in, in, in seriousness about this documentary, and this is probably the last time we'll be serious about it, yeah. <laughs> it is about a group of people who are marginalized, mm-hmm. who then find a common belief, and then mm-hmm. I think stick to that belief because they found a community. No matter what. I don't know if you remember, I think it was at the convention towards the end where they were just doing like little on the spot interviews with people. And one guy's like, I lost my girlfriend, my family, my friends. Like I have nobody. And that's when I turned to my boyfriend and I'm like, cult. That's exactly what a cult does. (laughs) They centralize you. Like they cut you off from everything else. Yeah. I wonder if that goes on a lot in the community. I wonder if there is a lot of like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, my mom is saying this to me, and then there are other commenters back saying, you know, you need to forget your mom, don't talk to her anymore, she doesn't believe in you, that kind of stuff. I wonder if a lot of that goes on. I don't know, but Mommy Sargent, which is Mark K. Sargent's mom, I mean, she pretty much said she didn't believe him. And yet she's still in so a mom supportive. Way. Yes, <laughs> but it was in a mom way. It was kind of like, what did she say? It wasn't like she didn't believe him, but she wants somebody to prove that the earth is round or something she prays for truth i think is what she said yeah (laughs) but no one has ever made me homemade iced applesauce listen we we, if we posted the text chain between the two of us you were about 10 minutes ahead of me and everything we said it would be hilarious (laughs) i did have to ask lisa 
And to people who listen to a lot of our episodes, this won't be surprising. I did have to ask Lisa, mm-hmm. were Mark and Patricia in love? Because <laughs> I kind of thought maybe they were, but I wasn't really sure. That made me very sad. The two of them made me sad. You know what made me sad is there was no wedding at the end. I wanted a wedding. And I'm kind of not sure there wasn't because I don't know if you remember at the convention towards the end, he was wearing like a tuxedo with a light up bow tie and glasses. And she's wearing some white dress with like fake jewels put on around her neck. And I'm like, is this a wedding? Oh, maybe it was. Who's marrying them? But they didn't really touch on it. So I don't know if it was just because the producers of this documentary are like, we've got way too much. (laughs) Let's save that for part two. Um, I really like, what was the guy's name who had the brain coach? Do you remember his name? No. Who had the brain coach? So if Mark Sargent was Michael Scott, this guy would have been Dwight. Oh, is he the one that was like, he did the... um, He bounced the ball on, like, the hammers and stuff. This dude was bouncing a ping pong ball (laughs) off of mallets while reciting the names of the states in the United States. It was very, that was impressive. It was, but what was more impressive is that his house was painted badly in, like, a blood red wall and black doors. I have a theory about that. I was going to ask (laughs) you. All of his shots in the documentary are very close up on his face. Yes. Where they don't really do that to anybody else. And I I have a feeling that this guy's house was such a mess. Yes, me too. Because that I don't know if you noticed. they had to pull in real close. Yes. Yeah, so that you weren't distracted by the mountain of shit behind him. I don't know if you noticed he was in, I think, maybe a bedroom and there was something behind him, like um, Chester drawers or something. And they, you could tell there was like cans stacked up on there or something. Yeah, there was, I saw like little macaroni cups, um, <laughs> like canned food. Yeah, there was a lot of... Listen, Pickles, when you're studying why the earth is flat and you're arguing with people, you do not have time to clean your house. There is a moment when Patricia Sear is in her car and she's kind of going over all the different theories about her. How there, yes. there, there are some people who think she's transgender. There are some people who think she's a shill. I did not know what that word meant until this Me documentary. Either. I had never Thank heard God the word my shill did. before. <laughs> and she goes, you know, so a lot of these people, they have conspiracy theories about me. And I can't prove them wrong. And it makes me wonder, am I wrong about some things? I know. And I was like, she oh, was my God. So she so close. <laughs> So I was like, run, run, sister. I thought, oh, my God, if we have somebody convert during this documentary, I'm going to scream oh. like I won the lottery. Oscar nominee. If she I mean- just changed her mind. <laughs> well, Best picture award. My favorite, though, is the guy who was bouncing the ping pong ball. I don't know if you remember this, but he went up to a car <gasps> where a woman was sitting there in a convertible. And I was telling my mom this story and I was like, she's sitting there maybe eating, I'm going to say like ice cream or something. Sure. Her husband's inside and this idiot comes up and starts like says to her, you know, the earth is flat. And I was just waiting for her to be like, push the button, push the (laughs) thing, come up. Like, I I mean, she kind of was like, okay. 
Okay. Very aggressively. And that's the other thing, too. It's like, fine, you want to have your beliefs, okay. Yeah. But that's that's not their stance on it. Their stance on it is that they need to share this knowledge with other people, even if it's just planting seeds in their head. So even if you say, hey, the earth is flat, and then they go and research it, mm-hmm. you know, then your job then is done. Uh, so my research on this was the last podcast on the left. They did an excellent show, and it wasn't that long ago. I want to say it was like October of last year, maybe, or September, and had said this, and I believe it was in the documentary, that they're doing this for us. These flat earthers are trying to educate us. Thank God. Because we're wrong, and we've been lied to. And and they're really doing God's work by explaining why the earth <laughs> is flat, and we've been lied to, basically by NASA. Um, which They're is known very for trickery. angry at NASA. Very angry at them. My insanely favorite part, besides the maybe wedding, was when Patricia and Mark go to NASA. Oh my God! She has her selfie stick up and ready with her camera on it. They're re- live recording question mark as they walk around. I think they were doing like an Instagram live video. Yes. They were pointing out how they're winning against NASA because two things were broken. Yeah. One was a wristwatch on a mannequin of an astronaut that looked like it was probably at least 50 years old. And the other was a flight simulator. I think so. I think it was. And you kind of sit in this thing and look up at a screen and it kept saying, start, start. And they kept slapping the screens going, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And as they walk by, the cameraman pans down to beside the seat where there's this big green button. They don't say anything. They just pan down to it. The cameraman is probably one of the funniest men on the whole show. Yes. <laughs> there was one point where ping pong ball guy is driving around and he's like, I got some books here for you. And he reaches into the back seat and starts pulling books while he's driving. While he's driving. <laughs> Where the cameraman, he so the guy is reading from the table of contents while he's driving. driving. And the cameraman just pans to the road like, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cameraman was hilarious. I told my boyfriend, I was like, he's gonna kill the cameraman. He's <laughs> like, if you don't believe me, I'm crashing this car into a brick wall. I, I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, this whole thing had me so excited. So like you said, when we were both watching this Friday night, we were texting back and forth and I was about 10 minutes ahead of you because I think I got 10 minutes into this documentary and I was like, Lisa, 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 go watch this. <laughs> Just like I told you to go watch Riverdale. Yeah, and I, I did. Um, yeah. There was a part in our text conversation where I was like, and we've reached the anti-Semitic, anti-Catholic, anti-women portion of the show. Oh, and I was kind of waiting for it. Yeah, But me then too. when it happened, mm-hmm. it was so surprising. It was. And I, you told me, so I knew it was coming, but I was still like, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? And... Uh, so the reasons for everyone lying to them about the globe being a globe, about the Round. earth being a globe, is mm-hmm. that it's because the Jews, the Catholics, <laughs> and the women say so. Yes. Also oh, NASA. If only us female Catholics had that much power. 
only. <laughs> right. <laughs> Historically, I believe uh, Catholic women are the rulers of the, um, I almost said the Catholic party. Well, <laughs> you Catholic say that. Church. You say that, and I know that you're joking, but literally, historically, the Catholics have been the ones going, nah, it's not yeah, round. Exactly. Nah. <laughs> Like, that's documented. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. That's the technical term for it. I really, I was going to watch it, like, maybe Saturday. The The part that made me sit down everything and switch over immediately was when you're like, there's a Michael Scott in this. And there's I was a Michael like, Scott, yes. Sold. He's so, Mark Sargent is. <sighs> he loves swag. He loves He's swag. always right. He's worried. I don't know if you know some of his shirts. Some of his shirts says, yes, I'm Mark Sargent. Or no, I'm not Mark Sargent. Or something. And I was like. He was wearing a shirt. So he tells a story about how he was wearing a shirt that said, I am Mark Sargent. He went through the airport. And TSA asked him, are you Mark Sargent? (laughs) And he was like, they recognized me. I'm famous it's like buddy your name is on the back of your head like (laughs) i mean well and then and then he's like and he just picked up my bag and i got to go right through or something and i was like or tsa clearance there is no way in hell that a tsa person except during the when they weren't getting paid would pick up a bag and completely bypass the scanning thing like that's just not happening did you catch the part where they went to the meetup and he was explaining how they flew him down there uh they flew him down there because people wanted to know that he was real he was a real person (laughs) and he's hi i'm a normal guy just like you or like when he went into a chat room and he said everybody was like frozen because mark Sargent was there yes he's like guys it's totally fine just act normal (laughs) i was like you are michael scott you're so oh uh, but my favorite thing was, honestly, 90% of what came out of his mouth was how he is Mark Sargent and he is world famous. And the other 10% was on the flat earth uh, movement. Yes. But we also need to talk about the mini Match.com ad that was going on throughout this whole entire documentary. What, what was that? The Match.com is what I call... Patricia and Mark's relationship. So fascinating. It's because she knows she can do so much better. (laughs) And yet she still hangs out with him. She does. And I think it's because... I don't want to say groupie, but she's a groupie. <laughs> like, no, I, think... I don't think that she's a groupie. I think that she has found a place in the community as a Vanna White. Yeah, okay, okay. He is her Pat Sajak. Yeah. So she knows that her her best place is, is by his side, but she she's not in love with him, right? No, I think they're both totally in love. But, yeah, I love how she leaves. Was she in Houston, Texas? She was in Houston. She is not far from you. I know. No, and the guy that built the wooden motorcycle is in Dallas, I think. Oh, good, so good, I am good. so excited. Pickles has gotten gifts. She's getting gifts from this guy for the rest of her life. We Googled, y'all, how much those... <laughs> the- those models where she said i'm getting you one of those and i was like no don't do that they're probably really expensive and so i googled it they're about 29.99 they're not totally that expensive one. you're totally getting one 
for Christmas, you're totally getting one. What am I going to do with that? I don't know, but I think it's awesome, and I think you need it. I think your husband will be thrilled that it's in the house. So he hovered around for a little while because he was interested in what I was laughing so hard at. He watched it for a few seconds and got really angry and I thought walked out of the room. And I even texted you and I said he left. Yeah. But a few minutes later, I turned around. It turns out he had been standing behind me and I didn't know it. Oh, shit. So he was was entranced and he just stood there for a little while like, what? He was like, I'm going to watch her and from behind. I bet that was a better show than watching it next to you on the couch. When it was all done and over with, he came in and he's like, you should be ashamed of yourself. And I was like, I am so delighted right now. I'm, I'm not you. ashamed. I'm so happy that I found this documentary. <laughs> not at all. I'm telling you, I. it's just one of those things you're like, you've got to watch it. And I was like, okay. And then you're like, Michael Scott. And I was like, done. <laughs> We're watching this, and I mean, there's a love story, there's dates, um, there's, there's conventions. There where are enemies. There's you know? enemies, there's in-house fighting. It's very Game of Thrones-ish. Yeah, the, the struggle <laughs> to be on top of the flat earth. <laughs> Here's my thought on one of the uh, on the theory of the flat earth, right? So it's a flat yeah. earth, and it's got a dome over it. Yes. We're it, so the earth is flat. There's yes. a ring of ice around us. Yes. So we can't go off the edge, apparently. And I'm thinking, that's where I thought of Game of Thrones. I'm like, they've got the big wall. And then there's actually a land outside of that that's uh, unexplored. Maybe. That's Mm -hmm. a new theory. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to know what the dome is made out of. (laughs) Contact lens is what it looks like. Yeah, I didn't understand that at all either because I'm like, I was like you, I'm like, is it, what is it made out of? Who put this up there? Who maintains it? I told you already, the Jews and the Catholic women. (laughs) Darn the Jews for everything. They ruined everything. Um, I love that that was a first go-to and I was like, what? How? Why? I got really kind of angry because I was like, can't you blame somebody else? Blame the Mormons. How about this? Let's just blame the Mormons this time. Yeah, right. Do they get blamed I, for anything? I don't know. I, I, I'm telling you the convention, though, is definitely where it's at. Um, if there's one in New Orleans, I would fly in for it. If it wasn't more than like 50 bucks to get in, I would totally be going. Let's <laughs> talk about the experiments. <laughs> Yes, let's do that because that was the part that made you kind of sad. So I, so when Dustin came in and tried to shame me, I said, <laughs> no, no, no. There are real scientists involved here. Yes. I very excitedly, lots of hand motions going on, tried to explain to him mm-hmm. the experiment that they were performing. And I could hear myself sounding like a lunatic that like <laughs> lives under a bridge somewhere. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> no. The laser... Laser. It's gonna prove. Very excited about that. They spent twenty thousand dollars. I know. On a laser gyroscope. No, no. I know. No, that's not even the most. I'll tell you a story I heard on last podcast. Once you finish this one. No, go ahead. Okay, so on last podcast, and I think it was the same guy. I'm not sure, but one of the guys. He was a limo driver, and then he taught himself rocket science. Mm. I think there's a um, a dollop on this guy, too. Yeah. 
And he built a rocket. He learned all about it. He built a rocket. And he's he's in like the Guinness Book of World Records because he went like the highest in a he rocket. He learned rocket science. Yeah. Like he learned rocket science. And they were saying on last podcast how... He could smell like it was leaking fuel and something else was going on. And he's like, F it. And just like pan the button so they could go up. And I was like, that always ends well, um, uh, Challenger. Um, And he did it. And I don't think he got as high as he wanted to. So now he's, they're building whoever the Flat Earth Society is. I guess they do like bake sales and stuff. So they raise all this money. The next thing he wants to try is like rock. He's, it's like a rocket loon. Rock a loon. So it's half rocket and half balloon. Okay. <laughs> I was I was trying to wrap my head around that. And I was like, why do you need balloons in a rocket? I don't think the balloon. So in my head, it's like a hot air balloon. No, I think that is a, a technology that they use to launch satellites. Oh, okay. But I not think you did, that's normally. a real, like a real technology. The problem is, is that it's probably really expensive. So he he wants he wants to get I can't remember the exact billion miles up or whatever to not go into space, but to go high enough so he can see that the Earth is flat, and then he can come back down and tell everybody that they were right. Um, the problem it, is, is that once he gets up there and he does see the curvature, because he will. Yes, he will. He's just going to say that it's the disc that's round. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure whatever happens. Nothing you can tell these people mm-hmm. will convince them otherwise. So they were saying how he learned rocket science, but he doesn't believe it. He still doesn't believe in science because it's just a made up thing and it's not real and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, but he learned rocket science. But, but he, he still doesn't believe rocket it. rocket science. science. <laughs> and so, so then we're watching, you know, before this, we're watching a documentary and there's a laser thing. And this poor love is outside with what I describe as a cat pointer. One of those laser cat pointers. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make the laser point far enough for the experiment right yes yes fooling around with it so Uh tell them what why this didn't work the first time the first time it didn't work because the light from the laser expanded the further you get away so the the experiment was that i guess i don't know is halt california known as a very flat place i it must be it must be because you can't just so there were three different boards and they were three, I think they were 3.8 miles away from each other. Yes. But you can't just put those boards anywhere because yeah. my backyard is higher than my neighbor's backyard. Exactly. And they're only 12 feet away from each other. Yeah. So I'm yeah. assuming that wherever they did, they picked a very flat area. Sure. Okay. Sure, sure. And then the laser was supposed to point from the first board to the last board the third board right it was supposed to shoot through the middle board yeah and it's then, supposed to shoot through all boards all at eight feet high or something yeah and so at the very end <laughs> he's like i don't see the laser i don't see the laser he says lift it up higher and then when he does which proves the curvature of the earth yeah <laughs> this poor love this poor poor love yeah. he stands there and just looks at the ground and goes interesting interesting yeah Yeah. (laughs) just yeah so the first time it didn't work at all they had to go back to the one and then the second time they do it they realize that the earth is it's round it's round (laughs) 
Do you have any conspiracies that you believe in? No. Is there a conspiracy that, that you go, well, maybe? Mm-mm. I mean, probably the only conspiracy I've ever given any kind of, um, uh, any kind of thoughts to is a JFK one. Like, okay. it wasn't Oswald. It was mm-hmm. probably somebody else, CIA, you know, that kind of thing. But that might be the only one um i don't believe in all the other billion conspiracies that are going around the only conspiracy that i i wholeheartedly believe right now is that traffic is worse on thursdays (laughs) i am convinced of it (laughs) is that just new orleans or is that global i don't know okay i don't know why is traffic worse on thursdays i don't know um (laughs) I'm going to start collecting data. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has, to me, in my brain, it has something to do with parents that bring their kids to school. But I haven't figured it out completely yet. But so I am mad at parents. traffic or going, coming in traffic? Coming in traffic. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very um, upset on Thursdays. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I, I haven't figured out all the pieces to it yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> After years of commuting from from the suburbs to downtown, I'm convinced. I don't know. I don't Literally know. Literally don't know. Okay. Is that all we have? Yeah, that's all we have. Okay. <laughs> Lisa can see me staring off thinking about my traffic she conspiracy. She is. And she only wanted this to be a half hour and it's going to be way over. So. Oh, yeah. I'm cutting like all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, y'all are going to miss so much. I, I apologize now in advance. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us on our mini episode. Should we tell them what we're watching this week? We're watching Peaky Blinders. Do you know that? <laughs> Do I know that? I yeah. hope that was true because okay. I have it all queued up. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah, the next episode will be on Peaky Blinders. Our schedule is kind of off right now. Um, we were really tired and couldn't stick to Anything. our Wednesday release date. But go check out um, the episode before this that I just posted yesterday. What's it called? It's on Umbrella Academy. Yeah, the Umbrella Academy. (laughs) This is why I love this episode so much. Or that show, (laughs) Behind the Curve. Because it was everything that the Umbrella Academy was on. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.